0: From the National Training Center and Fort Irwin, this is The Middle of Everywhere, sharing stories about real people and real life at the U.S. Army's premier combat training center. I'm Cody Kozacek. Welcome to our very first episode. We're so glad to have you with us. Our topic today is resilience. Anyone that's spent any time around the Army is probably pretty familiar with that term, but what does it really mean? How does one go about being resilient? Here to help us unpack that today is our guest, Dave Matthews. He's one of Fort Irwin's resiliency trainers, and we will also be profiling the founder of Fort Irwin's Team Red, White, and Blue chapter that does everything from triathlons to trash cleanups. First, here's Dave Dupree with a look at what's happening in the Fort Irwin community.
1: Brigadier General Jeff, Jeff Broadwater, Commanding General of the National Training Center in Fort Irwin, was honored as a military hero of the game during the World Series Open at Dodger Stadium on October 24. The game kicked off the baseball championship battle between the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Houston Astros. Broadwater was recognized at the end of the second inning and receiving a standing ovation from the crowd of nearly 60,000 people. Four soldiers at one Airman Fort Irwin also participated in a joint color guard for the game and the additional ten soldiers helped hold the American flag during the pregame ceremonies.
0: Coming up on October 31st Fort Irwin will host a post-wide Halloween trick-or-treat from 5:30 p.m. to 8 30 p.m. Residents who are participating are reminded to turn on porch lights and other exterior house lights and trick-or-treaters are encouraged to stay safe by walking on sidewalks or paths.
1: Also on the radar is the grand reopening of the Autocraft Center on November 1st at noon. The center is located in Building 910 and will open Wednesday and Thursday from noon to 8, and Fridays and Saturdays from 8 to 6 p.m.
0: And if you're looking for activities, mark November 4th on your calendar. The day will start off with MWR's Gobble Wobble 5K and 10K run starting at 8 a.m. in the Mojave Arts and Crafts parking lot. Uh, And if running isn't your thing, Mojave Arts and Gifts will also be hosting their annual Fall Flea Market, opening at 8 a.m. and running until 2 o'clock p.m. Then at 5 o'clock p.m., the Military and Civilian Spouses Club will be hosting a Fall Boots and Bling fundraiser to help raise money for community scholarships and grants. You can find out more about that at mcscfortirwin.org.
1: Across the greater high desert area, the annual Barstow Mardi Gras Parade will take place October 28th on Main Street in Barstow. The parade is a long tradition in California, and this year it will feature the NTC Fort Irwin Garrison and 916 Support Grade Command Team. As well as vehicles and soldiers from the 11th ACR, 916 Support Brigade, MedAC, and DENTAC. Uh,
0: that's your news update. You can find more details and stay posted on other upcoming events by do- downloading the NTC mobile app, which is available from the Apple and Android app store, or by listening into the Facebook Roundup every Wednesday at 2:30. We're joined now by Dave Matthews, who is a resiliency trainer at Fort Irwin. Dave, thanks so much for being here this morning. We really appreciate it.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, to start out, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do as a resiliency trainer, um, what that is?
2: Yeah, so uh, I'm Dave Matthews, uh, no relation to the actual Dave Matthews. Um, And I'm a master resiliency trainer, uh, performance expert uh, here at Building 128 uh, for the Ready and Resilient program. And so what we do is we certify MRT instructors Uh, in master resiliency training so they can go out and go forth and do good things. Uh, So teach at the unit level, things of that nature. Uh, We also do a lot of team building and we have uh, master's degrees, there are four of us, uh, in performance psychology. Uh, And so we do a lot of team building, a lot of cohesion work, uh, a lot of resiliency training as well as uh, performance and training for soldiers as well as spouses here at Fort Irwin.
0: Great, and we hear the word resilience quite a bit here Mm -hmm. uh, at Fort Irwin in the Army in general. And uh, you sent me before a a good official definition saying it's the the mental, physical, emotional, and behavioral ability to face and cope with adversity, adapt to change, recover, learn, and grow from setbacks. So that's kind of a lot all packed in (laughs) there. Uh, In practical terms in your daily life, what does that really um, look like?
2: I mean, resiliency to me kind of just boils down to things that happen in your everyday life, right? So whether it be, you know, getting cut off in traffic, um, here on Fort Irwin road, you know, going to Barstow, um, even residing or living here in, uh, in Fort Irwin, uh, is a challenge. And so it's just that it's overcoming the challenges and adversities in everyday life. So waking up the kids to go to school, um, you know, really early, whether it be as a soldier, you know, going out into the box and having, you know, a good rotation or a bad rotation. Um, all of that is kind of in between your ears. So it really just uh, depends on you know what challenges and adversities that you come through uh, and we kind of give you skills to set you up for success in order to overcome those challenges a little bit easier and go from there into your everyday life so
0: Great. and you mentioned that it's for both soldiers spouses family members yeah. um, pretty much it sounds like pretty much everyone uh, yeah. it maybe if people are thinking you know I I don't have any real problems or I don't have depression I don't you know yeah. who is resiliency training for and uh, who how can people use it in different? Uh, parts of their lives.
2: Yeah, the cool thing about being resilient and the cool thing about like the skills that we teach uh, is that they're really universal and holistic. Uh, You know, you you could be the most resilient person on earth and still learn something if you come to our classes, still learn something. Um, If you sit down with one of our instructors and just talk with us for like five, ten minutes, um, you know, it isn't all about being, you know, positive and not the good stuff all the time. Uh, It's more so about, uh, you know, what are the challenges, adversities in my life and am I coping with them successfully? Am I being the best version of myself, and how can I get better? Uh, And I think everyone can learn something from that. Um, You know, whether you're, uh, you know, the most resilient, you know, uh, you could be the CG or something of that nature. I think everybody can learn something from our program.
0: And... Can that apply? I think before you mentioned something about you know education, goal setting, yeah. that sort of thing, um, what are some of the different programs that you guys offer?
2: Yeah, so we have the MRT program, uh, which uh, encompasses, I believe, 12 skills. And it, it has six competencies within it. So self-awareness, self-regulation, optimism, connection, mental agility, and strengths of character. And that's just within the, within the MRT course. And that course usually lasts uh, two weeks. And you know, from that course you would graduate um with your Master Resiliency uh, Training certification, which means you could go teach other people uh, the MRT skills. And so we offer also academic performance training classes, uh, which is a lot of uh, behavioral psychology as as well as neuropsychology, Um, and it kind of just teaches you within the academic performance setting um, how can I perform at my best, whether it's, you know, studying for tests, actually taking the test. Um, We do a memory course, which is really cool. Like I always thought I had like a really terrible memory, but it, it turns out you can actually enhance your memory Uh, so we teach that course as well we do a lot of team building stuff especially here at Fort Irwin Um, so that's team cohesion communication we also teach some of the performance psychology courses so building confidence uh, goal-setting if you go into the Army Wellness Center and you kind of don't like your results you come out of the pod pod, you're like I want to lose some weight Uh, come you can come right across the street and we could do um, some goal-setting and stuff too so we offer a lot of stuff uh, leadership development courses for soldiers we offer a ton of stuff and it's just all about getting better you know if you're coming to see us or anything uh, that is involved with our program it's just all about getting better so
0: and what is a day in resiliency training like? Someone comes to the class, what yeah. can they expect to be doing or seeing?
2: Yeah, uh, well, you can definitely be expected to get out of your comfort zone. Uh, we definitely uh, challenge uh, people, but it, it's a it's a comfortable space. Uh, we're not clinical psychologists. It's just purely strictly from an educational standpoint, uh, just educating you guys um, or, you know, the place on on, on skills. Uh, so if you come through our doors, we're definitely uh, going to meet you with a smile on our face. Uh, we're going to talk about you know some of the things that you're going through whether it's personally professionally um, and, and try and make you better so if you're struggling with you know trying to get better at your APFT if you're a soldier uh, trying to get better uh, rotations going in and out of the box uh, if you find yourself struggling to to be resilient we can help you with some of those skills teach you some of those skills in order to make you more resilient.
0: And you mentioned team building specifically, right? Yeah. What does that look like? Is it, you know, trust falls and things like that? <laughs> or what what yeah. do you guys
2: do? No. Um, so uh, I have done a trust fall <laughs> <laughs> with uh, some particular people, but no, it's, it's not just that. Um, our most recent team building that we did was um, with Medac. Uh, so it was from their transition from the old hospital to the new hospital. We did a lot of team building with some of the teams in there. Uh, and basically it's just uh, cohesion, uh, communication, trust is a really big one. Uh, so you know, if you don't trust the person to your right and to your left, uh, how do you expect to perform your job optimally? And like I said, it's all about the psychology with optimal performance. Uh, so, in order to make the group uh, and team more effective, we do a lot of stuff. And, you know, it's not so much death by PowerPoint. Uh, I'm not really a fan of PowerPoint. I'm kind of a, you know, well, I am a millennial. Uh, And so we kind of find that a lot of learning happens uh, actually doing the skills or practicing, playing games, uh, not so much just looking at a PowerPoint and, you know, kind of snoozing, falling asleep, trying to go get Starbucks or anything like that. Uh, So we try and make it as real life as possible and as fun as possible.
0: And after people go through the course or, or maybe people that are maybe not yet at the point of wanting to commit to a course, but they're sure. just um, at home. What are, in your view, sort of the steps towards maintaining resilience after the training's over or if someone's already feeling pretty good about themselves um, yeah. in their daily lives?
2: Um resilience never stops. And I think that, you know, if you attend the course, whether you attend it for two weeks or you sit down with us for what we like to call individual mastery sessions, um, where someone or an individual would come in and they'd sit down with one of our performance experts and just kind of talk. We could do it, you know, once a week, or we could just do one session and, you know, teach you a couple skills and then you could be on your way. But uh, the good thing about resilience is that it, it never stops. You're going to cha- face challenges, adversity in your life. And if you're not, you're kind of um, not growing or not adapting, you know, as a human. So the good thing about it is that you can learn the skills and then try and put them into practice. And then once you find yourself integrating them into practice, then you can actually teach other people, um, you know, what Hunt the Good Stuff is, slowing down, reading situations more accurately, how to build connection with your spouse, significant other, or the soldiers to your right or to your left. So, you know, people tend to think of it as, uh, you know, rainbows and butterflies. It's not really that. Um, Optimism in my eyes is being wed to reality. Um, You know, if you're in a situation and it sucks, then it sucks. You know, it is what it is. Um, But, you know, what can I do from here? Can I grow from this adversity? Can I grow, you know, from this challenge are some of the skills that we kind of teach and go from there.
0: And if you could encourage listeners, I'm just going to wrap up, to um, do kind of just one thing to improve their resilience right now. What would you tell them?
2: Yeah, it's kind of hard um, to talk about like some of the skills just uh, in this setting. But I guess for one thing, I would just say slow down. Analyze some situations. Uh, I I know that I've been here in Fort Irwin for about two years and this, you know, Fort Irwin sucks mentality or, you know, this place is in the middle of nowhere. Um, You know, my training team uh, sucks. I can't get anything done. Things like that, you know, I live too far away from anything. Um, just trying to like eradicate that thought process and try to um, think more positively about some situations. Um, so slow down, uh, you know, analyze some of the situations that you're in, some of the things that you say, um, because. Words mean a lot, and you can really perpetuate some of the things into reality. So if this place sucks or, you know, if you're not thinking very optimistically, then that is kind of your surrounding. And we know, like, negativity spreads like wildfire. Well, positivi- um, positivity also does spread, too. So um, if we could try and think a little bit more positively about the situation that we're in, uh, be a little bit more optimistic, I guess those are some tidbits that I would probably say, yeah.
0: Kind of think yourself into a better <laughs> yeah. situation or seeing things more positively. It's a good point. I guess, is there anything else that you think people should um, really know about your program or what you guys have to offer?
2: Yeah, um, come see us. So, we have a lot going on. Uh, We have our MRT course, which starts on the 29th of January through the 9th of February. And um, E5 and above can attend the course, as well as military spouses, as well as DA civilians. So, if they want to attend the course, and it's two weeks, um, and So attend that course. Uh, Also come see us. We're at Building 128. Uh, over right across from the AWC or Army Wellness Center. Uh, we are getting integrated into the the school system here on post. So the uh, middle school will have uh, one of our representatives uh, training some of the kids within the MRT curriculum. Uh, so it's really awesome that the whole family is kind of speaking the same language. Uh, so helping the kids be more resilient, as well as the spouses, as well as the soldiers. Uh, so definitely uh, come see us if you want some academic performance training, uh, some team cohesion or um, some team-building activities for your team as well, Uh, we could do all of those things. And we are very, very flexible here. I've even worked multiple weekends here. So, yeah, come see us.
0: Great. Well, thank you so much again for being with us. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Now we're going to hear from Sergeant First Class Rick Chavez, who founded the Fort Irwin chapter of Team Red, White, and Blue last year. Team RWB is a national organization with a mission to enrich veterans' lives through physical and social activity, and the Fort Irwin chapter has since grown to include more than 200 members. Chavez says the team has helped him connect with the community and improve his own resilience through activities like running, hiking, swimming, community service, and just hanging out. We caught up with Chavez and the team during the Old Glory Relay, an event involving more than 70 teams that carry the American flag 4,600 miles across the country. The relay began in Seattle on September 11th and will finish in Tampa, Florida on Veterans Day. The Fort Irwin team received the flag on September 30th and carried it more than 30 miles from Laguna Beach to Oceanside. Take a listen.
3: Uh, My name is Rick Chavez. It's well Ricardo, but they spell RIC. Uh, originally from East Los Angeles and I've been stationed at Fort Irwin since 2014. So what was going on was I was at, I got stationed at Fort Irwin in 2014 and uh, you know I was doing a little bit of the rotation stuff and kind of back and forth and I, I wasn't I didn't feel like I was doing anything that I should have been doing. And I think I had put myself in a point of depression. Like, I self-identified depression. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, what am I doing? Like, there's nothing. So an old friend of mine, he's, he's actually a mentor of mine. His name's Garrett Cathcart. He uh, he is the Southeastern Regional Manager, Regional Director for RWB. And I called him, and he just said, hey, I don't know what you're doing, but just get off the phone with me and go join this team right now. Just do it. Trust me. You'll be okay. So I started meeting at the Blue Track at Fort win and I would advertise on social media, hey, I'm at the blue track, anybody wanna hang out, team red, white, and blue. That's all I did. Um, first two or three times nobody showed up, I was just out there all sad and lonely by myself. And then uh, one time my run was over and some lady came running at me saying, hey, I was gonna run with you. She became one of the, one of the, the leaders and then she brought somebody else and they became a leader and they brought somebody else and they became a leader. And our mission is to enrich the lives of veterans by providing social and physical activities. And it's a great mission. And that, that's really what we do, that's what we focus on. And this is a prime example today. It is physical, but it's also social. And you know, we have people that, I mean, we really made a drive for four hours to get down here. So that's thats how dedicated this team is. And we get people who are, who just, they, they needed that sense of camaraderie back. You know, they came back from deployment and, and things just weren't going as they wanted them to go. And they were like, man, I just wanna talk to somebody that knows what I did. Chances are that person's probably in RWB. You don't have to join RWB. You can come say hi and leave. But the point is, you made an effort to come say hi to somebody, and that somebody might might be your next battle buddy. That might be your networking guy. That might be the you know your your next best friend. Our our lives and schedules have adjusted so we can hang out with our our friends more. This has nothing to do about rank or position or where you work or who your boss is. It's really just making that connection with somebody and networking with people. It gave me a reason to get out of the house because if I would say, yeah, I'm going to come to your, your tennis, I kind of forced myself to do that. You know, even though it's not mandatory and they would never question why I didn't show, it just gave myself, I'm being accounted for now. So let me go do this tennis thing or let me go do this blue track or, or something. So just the sense of accountability and belonging is really what kind of pulled me to uh Team RWB right
0: now. Chavez encourages those who are interested in learning more about Team RWB to visit TeamRWB.org or search for Team RWB Fort Irwin on Facebook. That wraps up our show for today. Thank you so much for joining us. If you like what you heard, please subscribe for free to the Middle of Everywhere podcast available through the iTunes store. We will be back with our second episode on November 9th. The Middle of Everywhere is a production of the NTC and Fort Irwin Public Affairs Office for informational purposes. It does not represent any endorsement, implied or actual, by the Department of Defense, the U.S. Army, Fort Irwin, or the National Training Center.